everybody to Blissfully Aware, the show in which three opinionated people discuss what's going on in fandom and nerd news in general. As always, I'm joined by my uh, two lovely co-hosts, Kelsey and Kendra. Hello. Hi. So, y'all, there has been much drama. So, there was an incident that happened in the Haspen Hotel fandom mm-hmm. in which a role player account taught oh, right. mm-hmm. just like the stupidest amount of shit and for good reason. So, do y'all know who Ashley Nichols art is? No. No. Okay. So, Ashley Nichols is a artist and animator. She worked on Haspen Hotel and she is dating Michael Kovach, which is the voice actor for Angel Dust in the show. Right, right, yeah. And she also does a podcast called The Honeycast. So she has a little bit of um, weight to throw around in the fandom. People like her, and most of the voice actors and other voice actors come on her podcast all the time. So in the fandom, she's sort of a big deal, right? Sure. So she was doing this thing where she was just answering some random questions on Twitter. So she received this question uh, from what I presume is a younger person asking, how exactly did you, quote, know you were pansexual? I'm just coming to terms with me being bi this year. And I'm asking out of curiosity, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, a fair question. Yeah, it's a fair question. And Ashley answered, very nice. I always knew, but I didn't really allow myself to know until high school. With the support of my friends, my family, and school were deeply homophobic, so I spent many years being terrified that I was, quote, disgusting for liking girls. Which is relatable. Yeah. One of the replies to this, though was a Alistair roleplay account. Uh-huh. One of the characters from Hasbin. Yes. So not a real person. <laughs> Someone roleplaying as a character from the show that she works on. Yes. <laughs> Which is already pretty cringy. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Before we even get to what they said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they reply, nobody is bi or pan It is only gay or straight, my friends. Sigh. When will you all learn? Okay, but, like, I have a question. Like, I don't know. Is Alistair canonically a biphobe? Like, because otherwise, (laughs) that just seems like a weird, a weird thing to have him say anyways. He also is neither gay nor straight, actually. Good point! (laughs) He's canonically asexual. He is canonically asexual. So what? What the fuck? (laughs) It was definitely a capital C choice on their part for this. Like, not even in the context of role-playing does their weird biphobic statement make sense. No. So it just seems like they decided to be a biphobe, but on a role-play account as a way to say, no, not really? Or like, it's just a prank, bro? Which is extra cringy, because, like... You know, a lot of younger fans, not that there are, like, children fans of this show, or at least there shouldn't be, but, like, you know... Teenage. At, yeah. yeah, teenagers at that age where they're vulnerable about their sexuality, uh, you know, it's not cool to have a character just be like, fuck you in particular, actually. <laughs> In a way that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like, this character is not a nice man. No. He's not he's, a good guy. He's a cannibal. But this this particular weird meanness is not even consistent with his characterization. So no. that that fucking baffled me. Like it, it really felt like some fourteen year old was trying to be like too edgy for you. Yeah. And just totally missed the mark entirely, but then also, like, doubled down a whole lot. Yeah. Ooh, boy, did they double down, though. Yeah. They really did. The reason that it blew up so much was because Ashley ended up quote-tweeting their reply and said, Imagine being a has-been fan and being biphobic, which, yeah. Is a good point. Yeah, it's a fair (laughs) point. Pretty much everybody in hell in this show is queer. There's some variation of queer, which, you know, is on brand yeah. for mm-hmm. hell. 
for how blessed. And yeah, so far the one canonical relationship is between a bisexual girl and a lesbian. Who he likes? He likes the bisexual girl. Yeah, like, well, as I mean, much as, as he as much as he likes anyone, yeah, I guess he he, he seems is, to find her entertaining. He at is least. friendly toward her. Let's <laughs> say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, most of the characters are some form of queer. Whether or not that's going to end up being canon, the creator of Hespin Hotel is also bi, and so queer characters all up in her creation. It's mm-hmm. a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Ashley responded in a quote tweet for all of her many, 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 many followers to see. And that's when shit popped off. <laughs> of course. Well, yeah. So yeah, a bunch of people jump and dogpile on this uh, role player because they were talking shit. Because they said some hateful, queerphobic things. Well, they said something hateful and queerphobic. Not only did they say something hateful and queerphobic, they said something hateful and queerphobic about something that is, like, just full of queer fans created by a queer person. But then also in the voice of one of those characters to someone who (laughs) works on the show. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. there are just... So many fucking layers of how cringy this was. And I don't like to use the word cringy, but I. There's no other. It was invented for circumstances like this. Yeah. This is an inception of bullshit. Mm -hmm. So, like, of course everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, any any one of these things on their own would be kind of like, fandom people don't have boundaries. But now. It feels like a weird, targeted, I'm this bad on purpose kind of prank. I don't know. Yeah. So some of the responses, because uh, they definitely, definitely doubled down, quadrupled down, even. Dodeca down. Dodeca down. (laughs) One of the responses they got was, Viv is literally bi. To which they responded, either she says that to get attention, or she's just confused. Dude. Which, yeah, <laughs> that's not fun. That's not a fun joke. Like, do fun they time. think it's funny? I don't know. I, I think don't. they did. Or like, do they think this is the kind of belief system that this fictional character has? This fictional character who is asexual again. Who is asexual and also a cannibal serial killer? So they're Dear person. They're takes, let's call them, on human sexuality and norms maybe aren't the most reliable. Nah. But they're never, like, I don't know, that seems like a huge establishing character thing that you would want to get out in the pilot that they definitely did not. No. Because, like, especially since most of his interactions are with a bisexual character, you'd think if he was a biphobic person, he'd mention it, at least. In a like, yeah, I mean, like he, has, he has no way. problem insulting people to their faces, yeah, either. or threatening them, or just or having hitting a very, them, yeah, very <laughs> creepy aura about himself Murdering while standing them. there, yeah. Like, so, 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 yeah, like, like I can only think that either they're using this as cover to be an edgy fourteen-year-old, or they think this is the sort of warped viewpoint that this character would have in character and they're wrong on both counts mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like either way my most generous interpretation of this behavior <laughs> is still that they're a fucking idiot yeah so i mean i really think that they were just trying to be very edgy because yeah, i mean and I don't like to give people the benefit of the doubt, by the way, but just I'm doing it hypothetically in this circumstance to yeah. try and wonder what the fuck this person's goal was. <laughs> like, I literally can't, I don't know what they wanted this interaction to be. I don't know. They go on tweeting a lot of bullshit like LGBT, more like LGAT, replace the bi with ace, bi is bullshit. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that one. Like, because that's just actual hate speech mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a's in there if you go on long enough yeah. <laughs> we're, we're already we already have we're that. out of letters y'all we we just have the plus sign <laughs> it's good it's fine 
what happened next, I haven't seen happen personally in a hot minute. I mean, it's not been forever, but not great. So someone responds, and I don't want to name them, but they respond, Hey, fuck you. This kind of shit makes me want to end my life knowing that even members of the LGBTQ plus community won't expect me, uh, or won't, they say expect, but they mean won't Mm, accept me. Uh, do yourself and others a favor and get off Twitter. Which, coming out of the gate swinging, sure. Yeah. And the next tweet has been deleted, but essentially they told this person, go kill yourself then. Dang. Oh, wow. That's actually not allowed on Twitter. Yeah. Nope. I got, true story, I got banned from Twitter once because (laughs) I said, I hope Mitch McConnell dies. Not that I want to kill him or that I hope he kills himself. Just that I am I am hoping and looking forward to the day that he inevitably dies as we will all inevitably return to the as earth. As a mortal does. Yep. Unless <laughs> he's been a vampire the whole time. Yeah, so yeah, me. I just said, I hope and will not even hope look forward to because I know he's gonna die, obviously. <laughs> he will. And I'm just I'm just really looking forward to it. And that got me banned from Twitter for a whole day. So yeah, the fact that this person's account is still functional is aggravating. Fuck you, Twitter. (laughs) Fix your shit, Jack. Do not take that out. (laughs) Not Not that we have an audience or anything, but... I'm sure Jack listens to us. So, I guess, and it's completely understandable, it did affect this person replying to the Alistair RP being I told mean, to kill themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and... rule one is when someone tells you that they're suicidal is don't say, well, then go kill yourself. Do it. Rule one. That's my intro to Psych 101 for mm-hmm. y'all. It's worth a college credit. They must have talked to somebody or somebody talked to somebody. And fast forwarding just a hair... Edward Bosco gets involved. And for anybody who doesn't know, Edward Bosco is the voice actor for Alistair in the show. This is so embarrassing. Oh my god, the show hasn't even... Oh, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no. When I saw that he got involved, I was embarrassed to be a part of the fandom for a good hot minute. Mm Mm-hmm. But so he responds to this young person, apparently on the edge, Mm -hmm. who on their own private Twitter said, just bye. You know, the way 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 you do sometimes when you're, yeah. When you're done. When you want everyone, yeah, to pay attention to you and worry about you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't know. Whatever. So Ed comes in and he tweets this person and says, uh, don't let the haters steal your smile. You're cared for and appreciated by people in and out of the LGBTQ plus community. There's nothing wrong with you. Take it from the real Alistair and smile. You're never fully dressed without one and the world would miss it if it was gone. That is nice. That's cute. It's definitely not his job to have to talk fans of his cartoon off the ledge. But it's nice that he did. It's nice that he did it in character, like, cute. It was That's very cute. cute. I think that he... In kind of a sad uh, way, it's cute. He very clearly cares listening to him on Ashley's podcast. I think based off like the first couple podcasts he was on versus where he's at now, he takes the level of influence he has over this fandom much more seriously and is now more uh, aware of how saying things can affect other people. Much like when he said, people from Quebec aren't French, and then had to apologize. <laughs> yeah, we don't like that. As a Quebecer, we don't appreciate this. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's just Quebec, though. I'll be honest. We'll fight anyone, like, <laughs> over anything. Yeah. You, I mean, he started at a 10, but, like, we'll fight you. We'll fight you over how the word Starbucks is spelt on your signage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gonna be the Starbucks, you motherfucker. Because <laughs> we are French. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. They're kind of like French Texas. 
That's not incorrect. Mm-mm. Just in the mentality, not in the actual, like, you know. For half a second, I thought you meant there was a French part of Texas, and I was like, honey, Paris, Texas isn't French? No. Well, there is a French part of Texas, like, sort of, because you guys, you have a lot of... The... No, it's just the Germans. Well, Germans and LaSalle, the Explorer, and the Cajuns, they all, they came down from Canada. The whole reason that there's... The Cajuns all went to Louisiana, though. Yes, but they're right next door. Like, there is <sighs> there is bleed over of Creole and Cajun people into Texas. Mm-hmm. Like my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the only reason that Louisiana has Cajun people is because we here in Canada kicked them all out of Nova Scotia because we hated, when the British came, we hated the French speakers so much that we literally kicked them out of the country and they all went down to Louisiana. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. The word Cajun comes from uh, the word Acadia, which is the place that they uh, settled in, like, Nova Scotia and New Brunswick and stuff. Fun Canada history fact. Yeah. So there you go. The more you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead. Keep that in. Uh, well, so back anyway. on topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a little funny because this character is also Cajun. <laughs> yes. That's no, true. I agree. <laughs> uh... So I, I, yeah, secret Canadian link. There you go. It's all full circle now. (laughs) Well, so Edward also decided to respond to the RP account and sends them a tweet saying, you do realize the character you're impersonating is asexual, right? Orientation, much like gender, is much more complicated than those two terms. If you're a has-been fan... I'm disappointed because the series tries to highlight the diversity of the sexual spectrum. So, yeah. And it's at this point, after what's going on hours now of this discourse happening with this single RP account. Quadruple downing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is, this is so... Like, I'm trying to imagine 13-year-old me being into fandom back in the day. I'm just trying to imagine a time where, like, showrunners and actors would just get into fights with regular fans on Twitter. The barrier now between a fandom and their show or their whatever, their material, is just so eroded because of social media. I've, like, watched it happen in real time. Where they've gone from, like, untouchable, you know, auteurs like Anne Rice, who will fucking sue you into bankruptcy if you touch her gay vampires, and now an actor having to fight an RP account of his own character for hate-criming someone and telling them to kill themselves. (laughs) And not for nothing, it's weird seeing that. When I was a kid, talking to somebody who wrote my favorite fic was, like, unthinkable. It was, like, starstruck, <gasps> yeah. You're like, oh my god, oh my god, don't embarrass yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> be cool, be cool, be cool. Like, <laughs> and now they're, like, starting and now fights. they're just willing to tell an actor to go fuck themselves. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it, man. The times they are a-changing. Hmm. Well, so this person goes from just burrowing so far deep into the ground with their double down and saying shit like, I would like to apologize to everybody on Twitter, but what I said is true and there's no one doing what is done, my friends. So have fun with life. To... Okay. I sincerely apologize to Ed Bosco for making a mockery of his character, me, as I do apologize to Ashley Nichols God. <laughs> For as I was wrong, I apologize dearly. Okay. Yeah, that was weirdly right. worded. But that was a, that's that was, really weird. That was word. poorly written. Yeah. This episode is poorly written. They also go on to say an apology to this person. LGAT doesn't exist. Bisexuality is a thing. I have no idea what non-binary is, but I'll look it up. I want to apologize personally to this person. Don't kill yourself if you're sad. Get help. That's why you have family. I apologize to the LGBT community. I was wrong. Very wrong. And then goes and either deletes some of their more inflammatory tweets and responds to the ones that they don't delete with things like, uh, where's a good one? Okay. 
when they quote tweet themselves the nobody's buyer pan it's only gay or straight with Uh this is not true there are bisexuals and pansexuals in the world as hard as it is to admit it but i should have known that being asexual means i'm in the exact same boat there is who knows many more sexualities out there but it's my fault for my arrogance or I was wrong, everyone. I was wrong. The B and LGBT should stay there because it's real. So, condescending apologies, for sure. But, like, are the apologies also supposed to be in character? Yes. That's my only assumption here. God, this is fucking. This is. Oh, this is embarrassing. Like, the whole thing, top to bottom. Yeah. It's a shame about all that. It certainly was. And, like, this account has, like, 10 followers or something like yeah i don't it was a whole thing i don't i don't know who this performance is for is what i'm saying like role-playing on social media is to a degree a performance because it's not (laughs) like you're on you know i feel like i say back in my day so much on this fucking show like i'm an ancient crone (laughs) but back in my day like you could roleplay on like instant messengers or like private live journal communities or whatever and it was more for you and the people that participated with you but now since like role-playing characters on social media has become a thing like part of it is always a little bit of a performance and like breaking character and being in character are usually clearly delineated for that Uh purpose so like who is this for because they don't have a following. They don't have a very good grasp of the character <laughs> that they're role-playing. Yeah. And they just are bothering the creators of the show. That's what I'm struggling. Like, who is this for? Like, is it for them? Like, are they getting a huge kick? Like, do they think this went over really well? I don't know. Fuck me. Okay. I don't... I, I'm thinking about it too much. <laughs> and the secret <laughs> is that I don't think about it, actually. Yeah. Well, let's keep thinking about it for half a second, because that sure was a hot mess, and it would not have blown up the way it did if Ashley hadn't quote-tweeted their initial response, right? Mm-hmm. Fair. And I'm not blaming Ashley for it blowing up at all, because I think that person did need to learn a lesson. I think it's important to stand up to hate speech. Yeah, I just, again, because this is supposedly in the guise of another character, who knows? (laughs) Who knows if anything got through to them? Yeah. And it reminded me of something that happened with Markiplier and his fandom. Right, yeah, this. This, yeah, this. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get into that, Let's go ahead and take us an ad break. Ads! And we're back! Okay. Markiplier. On Tumblr, which is apparently the only place Markiplier goes? Like, he's on Twitter, but apparently it's the only place he follows what people are tagging him in. Apparently. From what I I have learned. Unless it's just that he only wants to insert himself in the times yeah, that he disagrees. Yeah, and to be clear, this is not the first time he's pulled a stunt like this. But so what happened was, there uh. was a Tumblr called Headcanons for Egos. And it was where you submit in um, their ask box a headcanon you have for his made-up personas. Because Markiplier has this set of... He calls them egos. They're just different personas he made up. Yeah, he's too pretentious to call them characters, so yeah, they're egos. basically. Oh my god. Yeah. No, he's a pretentious douche canoe. I'm well, fucking tired really disappointing of this shit. He used to be very genuine and nice, and then just the more popular he became, the more pretentious he became. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because I watched his fucking Five Nights at Freddy's thing, because, like, the only time I can handle a, like, on Let's Player is in, like, a horror game, because they kind of forget to, like, fake it, and they're mostly genuine if they're scared enough. And so I watched his Five Nights at Freddy's, and I was like, this is cute, this is fun, but, like, he's still a little bit too bombastic, you know? 
Yeah, it's all been downhill yeah. from there. So this man. person submits a headcanon to this blog, and I'll read it, but you know, just buckle up a little bit. So uh, this blog submits this headcanon: King slowly kissing Da, and as it gets more passionate, he starts to get shy and hides in Da's neck. Da kisses his head and asks if he wants to stop. He shakes his head and pulls them into a deep kiss while gripping D.A.'s shoulders. D.A. gently rubs circles on his hips as he slowly starts to grind down on their thigh, and they both have their first time together after that. And thinking about this makes my heart go, ooh. Okay, <laughs> well. I hated that. I hated every minute of that. Yeah, that was terrible. That but was like the worst. I don't know, audible porn original I'd ever heard. Yeah, well, I mean... The Red Shoe Diaries on Audible or something. In fairness, it's it's not really their fault. I don't know who these people are, and so I have no attachment to them. And and also, having porn read at me is uncomfortable. But that's just because I don't want to read porn out loud. (laughs) So, Headcanons for Egos answers the question, or the headcanon, with... King would make sure they're okay with anything he does. He makes it as passionate as possible. He goes at a slow pace at first and eventually speeds up. He kisses their neck and shoulder as he's thrusting. He makes sure they... <laughs> I'm sorry, this is hard to read through. Uh... <laughs> sorry, like... So, anyway, just continue. for me. I'm just, I'm, again, I'm having a who is this for moment. I mean, sure... But obviously it has an audience because they they have no, a little I'm blog. No, clearly, and... like, I, I am in the wrong here. I am understanding uh, that. For I the just... sake of me just finishing this sentence, because uh, mm-hmm. he kisses their neck and shoulder as he's thrusting. He makes sure they come before him. Once they finish, they cuddle and fall asleep together. Which, fine. <laughs> okay, so just, yeah, some, some fucking teenage girl or something just is what, fantasizing about the most romantic sexual encounter possible, I guess, because that's that's what she's after. Because that's what teenage girls tend to be after. Not always, but, like, you know, it's it's not uncommon. Romance and pampering and passion and and true love. A a partner who who cares about your fulfillment. I realized that my tone sounded more mocking, but I meant to sound more like I was quoting the Princess Bride. Losing your virginity to the other person simultaneously. Yeah, sweet. I guess. I mean, I was a whore, but... <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is a particular fantasy, I suppose, that someone has just... What I'm meaning to say is that's just so incredibly <laughs> vanilla that I feel like you could put that on any two characters... Oh, and and be like, oh, okay, sure, they'd probably do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Like, there's nothing super headcanon-y specific about it. Well, and I have it on it. good authority uh, that both of these people were younger teens. Oh, okay, so they're, like, they're just sort of having their first sexual mm-hmm. awakenings then. So they're just, like, kids yeah, figuring kids. shit out. Yeah, they're just, like... They're just fantasizing literally about like the, what the, sex is, well, and, basically. Yeah, and like the ideal way to like lose one's virginity because they are probably hoping that their first time is something mm-hmm. similar to this. Yeah, that's soft. They're just imagining the most romantic, sweet, pure, woo-woo <laughs> way <laughs> yeah. to lose one's V card, which is like precious and adorable and i hope that happens for you i one hope day. the best things for you kids <laughs> yeah. i guess people go through puberty and have, yes. their, have their sexual awakenings i just i want everybody I, to get mm-hmm. what they want i would rather it be good for you than not uh, good for the only you. mistake exactly. apparently that they did make with all this because again i i think it's completely normal especially on tumblr when you're young to go through that oh, but yeah. they did hashtag markiplier and he does check that hashtag. Oh this is what I'm saying, man. With the with the degrading of the barrier between fandom and material. Can I just upon which fandom is based? Can I just mm-hmm. say something? 
if you're mildly famous and you want to check your hashtags and your mentions and your just expect such, yeah, just scroll past it, my man. It's gonna happen. And I'm not like if someone's being aggressive directly at you, that's one thing. But if people are just talking about sex and and your existence fantasizing about sex with you or with your character especially if it's just a character mind Mm -hmm. your business man just head down just shut up i mean if you have any level of internet fame or real fame for that matter this definitely is not a phenomenon that begins with the internet no it's just now like i said because of social media people are encountering (laughs) this more often Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, first, yeah, don't tag people in your porn when those people appear in your porn. Mm. That's a good call. Mm. But also, like, it's the internet and you have to expect it if you have any amount of notoriety. And I mean, maybe I'm just old hat at this because, like, my my first search on Google without parental supervision gave me a lot of porn uh, just in the Google Images Mine with parental supervision, actually. Yeah, that's a funny that's story. A funny story. Yeah. Um, mine, I think, was probably Animaniacs. I can't quite remember. There were several at a time mine at was that Sailor point. Moon. But, uh. Oh, yeah. oh, the Halcyon days. <laughs> yeah. Well, and see, and that's what I mean is that that sort of thing just kind of happens, and you just kind of have to. Take it in stride. Take it in stride. That's weird. Look away. Well, that's not what Markiplier did. Markiplier reblogged it Mm. with uh, the meme image of the superhero from Megamind, only it's all redded out, and he just responds, what, why would you tag this? Which, it's Tumblr, and it's the internet, and they didn't, like, at him. It was just in the Markiplier tag. Which I think was benign mm-hmm. enough, but whatever, Mark. After that, these two blogs both received such an astronomical amount of targeted harassment that they ended up deleting their blogs. And were quite traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. That's now I imagine they're not gonna have such a kind oo-woo sexual awakening. <laughs> now, Flex. now there's a lot of trauma associated with the sexual fantasy. A lot of public shaming. They yeah. Are, this is gonna turn into a kink of some kind. Yeah, that's, uh, that's gonna backfire. Real, real hard, real bad. I'm, I'm sorry. Cause it's like, unfortunate. not fair. Like, I don't... <sighs> yeah, luckily all my early fumblings into my early fantasies of sexual awakening luckily are not preserved forever on the internet luckily they were were just all in my head happily where no one could be tagged (laughs) yeah luckily all of my all of my worst early shit was actually just in journals because like we didn't have the internet just yet and i wrote happy days I was going to say Happy Days porn, but I didn't understand what porn was yet. I was like six. They were just married. (laughs) They were just married and they kissed a lot and held hands and made each other coffee because that's what I thought that all married couples did because that's all my parents did in front of me. So my question I want to pose to you guys then is, are these two situations fundamentally different? Yes. The the hell of a one Mm -hmm. and the Markiplier one? I don't see how they could be more different. I mean, they're both, like, a public bringing out of something, but one is, like, you know, harassment in in the early stage, and the other isn't. The other really has nothing to do with Markiplier at all, except for the fact that he plays those characters. Excuse <laughs> me, egos. Pardon me, sir. He's just a handsome man on the internet that they have attached onto, I guess. To me, the only thing they have in common is, again, they are the product of this, like, breakdown in the barrier between, you know, the filthy public masses and the beautiful secluded people who who make the good art and stuff that Mm -hmm. we all eat up like plebeians. 
Because I'm being sarcastic. No, I know. Oh, okay. Sorry, it looked like you rolled your eyes at me. Oh, no, I was looking at Bliss. No, uh, yeah, like, because of social media now, fans and creator interaction is so free and loose, (laughs) let's call it, and being starstruck is is a weird feeling, and I don't know, man, like, I, I guess... Maybe if you're born in a world, like, you're born in, like, I don't know, 2003 or whatever, and you don't remember a world before Facebook or Twitter or something, like, there's no, like, instinct in you to, like, leave someone alone just because they're on Twitter? I have no idea. But, like, there's no instinct to you to be, like, this is a social circumstance that does not include me, even though I have access to it. Mm-hmm. Like, because everyone is on Twitter, and anyone, I mean, until very recently, anyway, anyone could just reply to anyone. And, yeah, n- now parts of fandom that used to be very private and very, like, exclusive to a, to a small niche group mm-hmm. are now accessible to, you know, the light of day and everyone pointing and going, ew, like, you know, <laughs> judging you for your your weird loss of virginity fantasy to one of the Markiplier characters. Like, I, yeah, it's kind of cringy and stuff, but it's also not invasive, I guess, mm-hmm. or hurting anyone in, no. the, in the way that hate speech in an RP account is definitely hurting yeah. someone. Yeah. <laughs> One's hate speech and the other's just porn. It's just a teenage girl just, yeah, their first forays into a awkward, fumbling sexual awakening with some some yeah, guy. No, I, mean, I, I, I definitely think it's tacky when content creators publicly shame somebody, but I, I, I guess I think For context sure. is king well, I think context is king always, but especially in this sort of situation, which Ashley was definitely pointing out that somebody was very stupid, and Mark was definitely just pointing out that somebody was doing something he perceived as gross with his characters. Yeah. Mm. Somebody being, like, hateful versus somebody being horny are not really comparable. Especially a horny teenager, I have news to, like, all the little wannabe popes out there on Twitter. Teenagers are horny, Mm. like, all the time. Non-stop horny And they don't know what to do with it. And it's, yeah, it turns into just rage and all sorts of things and, like, just fucking leave them alone. Just leave them alone to figure it out They'll figure it out. They'll be less cringy later. Let them be cringy for a while, though, because it's just it's it's a rite of passage, man. The hormones just gotta work through. Kind of, kind of look away. <laughs> like to let give them, them let them be embarrassing, and yeah, give them a little bit of privacy because kids nowadays don't really realize that they don't have it, and so well, I, they just don't conceive of a world with <laughs> privacy. Yeah, to me. But again, I'm just, I'm so grateful that I spent those awful, horny, angry, weird years not having social media. Oh, yeah. Where there's going to be hours and hours of video (laughs) archive of me in my most embarrassing states. Yeah. The closest I have is a locked live journal that's been deleted, so... Yeah, and that's very different than having, like, your face and likeness, like, distributed around the internet. Yeah. Like, again, live journal was even different because, like, the point of live journal was not distribution of the writing. Uh-uh. It was not for an audience uh-huh. most of the time. Whereas social media, especially Twitter and TikTok, is now for mm. an audience. Yes. Like, it is for your followers, as opposed to just a journal that happens to be on the internet. Yeah. And to me, they would have been similar circumstances had Mr. Mark Plar, <laughs> how you say Sir. Sir <laughs> Highness, Your Grace, Markiplier, had he, like, A, reblogged this with, like, you know, in a calm, adult sort of way, like, maybe don't tag this where this person can see, or even message those accounts and be like, maybe don't, don't tag. maybe don't tag this where people can see. 
but that's not what he did. His his route was very much more about shaming and embarrassing these two kids yeah. rather than being like, here's a lesson about privacy and boundaries. <laughs> Which, yeah, you kind of have to invent your own privacy and boundaries on social media because it is by design meant to erode boundaries and privacy. And that's very different for me. It's also, it's also like, obviously, like, some young kids' very personal thoughts about sex, mm-hmm. whereas the Alistair roleplayer is, like, trying badly to assume the mantle of a character. Yeah. And is maybe not what they think, or it, it is what they think, in which case they should be criticized for that, because it's, it's a bad thought. Yeah. And... Either, either way, it is good to critique that sort of thing. And, like, from what I, I, like, I read her quote retweet of it, and I think that it's a salient point, and she's not there to, like, mock this person. She's there to be like, this is a bad mm-hmm. take. Uh-huh. And that's very different to me than just, like, pointing and laughing at the freak. One feels like bullying and the other feels like a bunch of people saying this is a bad idea. And, you know, some people aren't saying this is a bad idea kindly, which is fair. Like, I don't think you have to say this is a bad idea kindly, but they can't be more different to me except for that they are both an artifact of this weird erosion of the boundaries between the normies and the beautiful people. (laughs) The thing for me is... One is bullying, and the other is a response to being bullied. Like, you coming into my house and saying that bisexuality isn't real, I'm gonna take personal offense to that. I don't consider myself bisexual, but I'm still, you know, I still think it's real. So, like, don't be a fuckwit. And that's even different than, like, if this person had, like on their personal blog been like, I don't think bisexuality is real, or whatever. And then someone came over and found it and brought it to light to, you know, their thousands of followers or whatever. Uh Like, it is still a bad idea. Just, disclaimer, as a bisexual person, I don't think any amount of bisexuality isn't real is a good amount. But it is different from, you know, just it being someone's private thoughts on their private Twitter to them going out of their way to bother the show creators uh-huh. with their biphobia in the guise of one of the characters. <laughs> like, it is it is just, yeah, it's like a dodecahedron of cringe and bad takes. Fan and... There, there's gotta be a better word for, like, object of the fandom experience you know i wish there were like a noun for that but there isn't i'm sure there's one in german of course well german has just got compound words they can make a new word then they need one because it's an efficient language much like the people (laughs) (laughs) i'm just comparing the two as both circumstances in which a content creator uh publicly big air quotes called out somebody for what they perceive as bullshit They are both, to me, artifacts of this weird new parasocial world we live in on social media where you kind of invent a social relationship with someone you actually don't interact with through their, like, public persona. The same way, I guess, you know, a stalker falls in love with Jodie Foster, so he has to kill Reagan for her or something. Obviously, (laughs) not to that extreme degree. But, like, this happened before social media. It's just that now, again, this is all, like, we only ever heard of the extreme cases where they tried to fucking kill the president. Yeah. And, And now that there's social media, like... The access to the object of your fascination is, yeah, more accessible than ever. And also, it's on the internet forever. Like, it's not just a thought in your head. It's something you've typed out into language. And now there is a copy of it 
Even if you delete that tweet, baby, like, it's there forever. And all of our thoughts are embarrassing, and, and maybe we shouldn't put them all on the internet? Mm. But there is a difference between, like, a harmless vanilla sexual fantasy and someone just... I don't even know. I don't even know what to call the the Alistair RP account. Like making a joke? Question mark or or pretending to be a character who's biphobic, but that character's not really biphobic, so it's it's a strange take on that character. Like mm. I don't know what to call this thing. Yeah, to me, it kind of felt like like a small potatoes version of white guys talking to me about Fight Club. You know, mm. how the, they just kind of miss the point entirely and don't seem to realize that it's all about blatant homosexuality and all that business. How toxic masculinity is, is the villain. Is the real villain, Tyler, yeah. Tyler Durden is not the hero of that story, no. you'll notice. No. He is, he is, in fact, the bad guy who must be killed at the end. The yeah. embodiment of toxic masculinity in the, the film of- and the book must be killed at the end. Yes. Must be must be destroyed. So yes. yes. A lot of guys like I also quite like Fight Club, both as a movie and as a book, but a lot of, you know, serious men in their thirties like to explain it to me, because, you know, men love to explain things to women, mm-hmm. and don't seem to... like. It's like they stopped watching the movie after Act 2. Yeah. <laughs> like, And they didn't see Act 3, where Tyler Durden, like, Goes starts, starts developing a domestic terror cell, yeah. and killing people, and yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So yeah, there is there is definitely, like, a fundamental misreading of this character, maybe? But again, I don't know if that's just an excuse to be an edgy 14-year-old. Exactly. Well, that's where I was getting with yeah. the Fight Club thing. <laughs> because they'll have their name as, like, Tyler Durden on their fucking blog or whatever. And it's like, you missed the point. <laughs> like, I, I don't... That's not a character to emulate. Yeah, I don't really they know how to tell you this. special boy! But, like, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying, okay? So this is my confusion. Like, it's not like this person is like, LOL, I'm a cannibal, and people are like, cannibalism's bad, actually. <laughs> like, that's not a good thing to emulate about this character. They are emulating, like, an entirely invented trait. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is my confusion part. Well, yeah. Like, and- it, it's one thing if they were, like, a Hannibal stan or a fan of this particular serial killer cannibal and being like, kill your mom and eat her or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like... I don't know. The, like, the thing is, is that this this is not even a trait of this character. So to me, it feels like just an excuse to be an edgy fourteen year old because you're role playing as a villain, I guess. And a villain, I guess, just has every bad thought possible. Yeah, that doesn't seem. <laughs> That's very flat. Don't write your villains that way. No, just a villain has every bad take simultaneously. <laughs> That's what makes them a villain. Just just throwing that out again, there for the writer listeners. That is just Don't my that. that is my most generous interpretation of this encounter because I am quite actually flabbergasted. Oh, like yeah, I don't know what this I don't know what this person wanted, <sighs> what their goal was, and it what went wrong for them? <laughs> like, I don't even know where they failed. <laughs> so yeah, that like, that's my observation. I don't, I don't know if I arrived at a point, just that I am, I for ten years or so, I have been observing the, like, breakdown between both, like, creator and fan, as well as the breakdown between, like, text and paratext and it's interesting i don't know where it'll go or if it means anything but i sure am watching it it happen Uh it's strange because i remember when i first got my twitter i couldn't fathom the idea of adding any any person i considered a celebrity like why would i at mention them Mm -hmm. they're over there doing their celebrity thing and i'm i mean me like, I gotta say, like, I still find the idea of tagging mm. weird. Mm-hmm. Like, tagging so people can see my thoughts. Like, like I think my thoughts are important. Yeah. Like, I don't. 
I know. So I don't tag things normally. I, like, even... I'm of the generation that is so uncomfortable with, like, tagging people to see my stuff that I just, I literally don't. And if I'm wanting to, like, pretend to at people, I have to, like, oh, make a space like, or, like, a between. dash in there so that so that I know that they can't find it because I've seen too many episodes of Jimmy Kimmel where they're making Reading fun of mean, mean tweets. tweets and I'm mean to celebrities that I like. So <laughs> I don't want to hurt Chris Evans' feelings by calling him a big dung himbo. So... I don't do that on my public I, I account. I hashtag from time to time. I mean, Lord knows on the Blissfully Show Twitter, I will hashtag the hell out of our posts. But that's just because I think our thoughts are important yeah, but... and want people to see them. Well, well I yeah. mean, and it's that... a podcast, though. That's the point of it. In that case, and, like, that's what I mean when I say that, like, social media is now for an audience. Like, you have your hot take, and you want people to see it. You... You maybe even conceived of it to be contrarian, to generate buzz, you know? Like, bean dad. And, like, that's that's just so different than how I want to use social media. Like, I want to use social media with my Mm -hmm. close friends Mm -hmm. as a way to Mm -hmm. keep in touch Mm -hmm. and share dumb jokes and memes and photos that I like. Yep. And I'm not after an audience. I'm not after fucking clout or whatever the kids call it now well, cause, well, trying well just try it's it's weird to me yeah that that people even a few years younger than me yeah. do yeah well i use twitter as like a stream of consciousness i have like over five hundred thousand tweets at this point like it's insane but i also my twitter is locked and only like a hundred people can see it and 50 of those accounts are closed anyway and like it's mostly just me being like i'm hungry and i'm bored and i have this thought about the Andre joy and like that's it and then i have a public twitter for the times that i'm like i want to talk to this person who's in this thread but even then it's not like because my thoughts are important it's more just like I have a point they may not have considered or I agree with this statement and I want them to know. I find infuriating, but close to, is that you don't have to use a hashtag to look up things anymore. You can search a word and it'll pull up every tweet with that word in it. So now people choose to use like late speak to hide what they're talking about. That's a weird thing. And I hate that. Yeah. That's why... Oh my god, that's why. It's a weird full circle thing. No, I'm fucking spurky as shit. (laughs) Bliss, I don't know why anybody knows anything. For anybody who isn't aware, late speak is where you replace a certain letter with like a number or a period or anything to sort of semi-censor a word. And it used to be like just a stupid way to type. Like you would write asshole with the act yeah. dollar sign oh, yeah, or something. Yeah. Because back in the day, like y- you would you could be banned for such for such blatant and vulgarity. Now people like <laughs> aunties will take like the word pedophile and they'll replace all the E's with threes so that no like pro shipper mm-hmm. can go and find their posts where they're ragging on the pedophiles. And I mean, they're still gonna mm-hmm. find those posts, but <laughs> Oh, yeah, because they fucking at us in them. But they're also meant to be seen, is what I'm saying. Like, it's a very performative way to, like, pretend to not be wanting clout, but be wanting clout, because it's on Twitter. Like, it's meant to be seen. This is not a private, controlled community at all. That's what I mean in, like, it's all meant to be seen, in a way, unless your account is literally private. My favorite one that I saw the other day. Uh, it was this woman who was super into QAnon, and she was responding mm, of to some random tweet that some, I don't know, senator, governor, whatever, made. And she put a period in between each letter of New World Order, as if the cabal of New World Order leaders can't read lead sneak. Yeah, they, well, the, the, I remember that. The, the the Illuminati can't find it then because their algorithms yeah. aren't that advanced. 
I feel like we need more levels into our coding if we're trying to avoid the Illuminati. Maybe, yeah, out. maybe we shouldn't reference them on a public Twitter. Maybe also putting in threes for the E's. <laughs> the periods yeah, yeah, and the threes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's foolproof. That combo. Man. No, yeah. You no got AI's it. cracking that, man. <laughs> And also, just to be safe, at a at a zero for the O in world. Oh and yeah. yeah, and and maybe some X's too, so it looks like a cool username. Yeah, like three X's on either side, <laughs> but one it goes it goes capital lowercase capital. Yeah, so it looks like a wave. <laughs> yeah, it has to look cool like that. You know, the Illuminati will never find us. <laughs> we got it, guys. We outsmarted them. <laughs> But, like, okay, I get the lead speak thing. I get why you're doing it. But also, can we not? Because, um, I can't, I can't understand what you're saying I don't think they even anymore. know what they're saying. I have a developmental disorder, and I don't know what the asterisks are supposed to stand for. I was either very good or very bad at Wheel of Fortune, and when it's coming out of a teenager's mouth onto the internet, I have no clue what they're talking about, because they don't even capitalize proper nouns, so I never know if Will is a person or or just their desire to do something. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know what's going on, I Kelsey, never know how do you what read they're talking my about. Tweets? I don't capitalize or use any punctuation. <laughs> Honey, we we're the same person, <laughs> though. Like, so I can understand you because we have a weird psychic mind connection. Whereas, you know, fuck wit with the with the blue hair and the and the fucking I don't know septum piercing or whatever the kids are doing these days. Like, you know, I don't know what the fuck they're even trying to tell me. And then and they're yelling at me directly at me, and I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you're really it's cute, but I don't know what you're saying. A lot of slang I don't understand. <laughs> well, I've done it before where they've <laughs> talked to Pong. I've done it before where they've like talked to me, and I'm like, I'm just gonna ignore that because I don't know what they're saying. So maybe they accidentally added me. Maybe they're angry. Is this anger? I don't know. Exactly. And then later, like 20 minutes later, because 20 minutes is an eternity to a 13 year old, they're like, On no the response. Internet. Yeah. They're like, no response. Figured. And it's like, oh my god, yeah, no response. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, you know, I have a life, so I'll look at my... Maybe I'm taking a nap! It's none of your business! <laughs> I'll look at my phone, like, four hours later, and I'm like, oh, I guess I lost an argument? Question mark? I don't... Yeah. Anyway, good times. Yeah. Try and speak, you know, an actual language when talking to well, people on the internet. I gotta say, like, because I was just becoming online when Leet Speak was at its, at its zenith, let's call it, and... I remember even thinking as, like, a teenager, a young kid, early teenager, like, man, I wonder what the, like, next weird slang is gonna be. Mm. Because, you know, every generation had had one, and then I had seen plenty of jokes by then by how every, every generation of teenagers has a new stupid way of communicating with each other. And I gotta tell you, it wasn't this. Mm -mm. <laughs> But yeah, it I, wasn't I, like go outside and touch some grass is like the sickest, most devastating burn that you can tell someone. <laughs> when it's, when, especially when it's sickeningly obvious that this person hasn't been outside to touch grass in like ten years. <laughs> like it's it's wild. I didn't even realize that was an insult for the longest time because I thought that they were talking to themselves. Like, Such a oh man, go outside and touch too. grass. It is. It's a very boomer insult, but you know, there's a lot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have my my super scalding hot take one day that Generation Z is actually just boomers again. Yeah. On I the mean, on the podcast, yeah. we'll 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 crack open that egg. But yeah, it's a very it's a very boomer insult, it and is. you know, also a little ableist. But you know, that never stopped any Generation Z. Well, kids. anyway, hey. do you guys think we talked about the thing? <laughs> I do. I think I we mean, talked about the thing. I don't really have anything to say about Bean Dad. He's uh, not really fandom yeah, related. Yeah, I was gonna tangentially try and tie in Bean Dad because of... Well, okay. So, the whole Bean Dad thing happened, and then the McRoys had to release a statement saying they were replacing their theme song now because John Roderick That's sang hilarious. their theme song. Yeah. 
It's all, oh, no. all related, buddy. I didn't even know who Bean Dad was, I'll be honest. I, John like, Roderick, I, he does like, podcasts and he's a musician and I've known for a long time he's a huge piece of garbage. And now I'm just very gratified to oh, know yeah. everybody else. Knows. Yeah, no, he was a giant fuckwit and I'm glad he's cancelled because I think sometimes people deserve to be cancelled. And that's my hot take. <laughs> Anyway, yes, Yay, we, we talked, talked about, about the thing. thing. I don't think we need to talk about being dead. I think that that's unnecessary. Nah, I think all the hot takes about being dead yeah. are real. Well, yeah. anyway, thanks everybody for joining us this week. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at Blissfully Show, where you will also be able to find a link to our YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and punch that bell. Like, Comment only in Leetspeak, just to piss Kelty off, and go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Do the YouTube stuff. This isn't your first day on YouTube. Just do it. Our just DMs do are always open. If you ever want to drop a hot tip on some good old fandom discourse, and until next time, bye. Bye bye. This, this has been decided somewhere along the line, Wave, at like a fandom council meeting that I wasn't invited to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>